Welcome to Rice is Rice, the podcast where we talk about everything British, East and Southeast Asian and not. I'm Akina. <laughs> I'm Jeb. I'm Connor. And I um, grew up being told to eat random shit to like improve my health or get better. Mm, I oh, didn't. Like carrots make your eyes. No, that's a Britishism. Oh, no, like really oh. weird Chinese ones. Like if you eat hair. So in New Year's, there's a dish called hair, which is like some desert. You've had it. It's like a desert plant. It's a desert it, plant. it looks very thin and it looks black. like hair. That's what it's called yeah. hair. Oh. Um, and if you eat it, your hair gets better. <laughs> and if you eat woody and mushrooms, your ears get bigger. Which is oh, like more okay, lucky. we have that in Philippines. My Lola always said that if I eat the fish eyes, that my eyesight gets better. I feel did like you get I that, Jim? Pro- I think I probably did. I feel like I have a vague memory of that, but I don't think I had it enough because I can't really remember it. Asians really have weird ones. Today, we're having rice served with the 50th episode. Yeah! <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to like properly woo in case it blows out all of the microphones. <laughs> but, but cheers! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Drinks? I'm doing a shot. I've got, my, I've got oh. my, um, my salt and my lemon. Oh my god. Oh, so we have drinks with us. Guys. Cheers! cheers, cheers. <laughs> She's really done the shot. She got it over with. Mm-hmm. Jem just wants any excuse to like get drunk. Any excuse. <laughs> Delicious. Mm. <laughs> this is our 50th episode, if you're listening. Woo-hoo! We have been doing this for nearly a year now, but we thought the number 50 is more impressive than a year. Or just sounds better. Mm. You know, 5 half halfway to 100. Um, Imagine 100 episodes wild so yeah we're just we're just going to take a moment and like a tv show that runs out of budget we're going to look back <laughs> at our last year and just pick out our favorites a little yeah, clip show for you reminisce exactly reminisce indeed let's just rewind it all the way back to a year and where we were before the pot or like just before we hit publish on our first episode mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. were we and how were we feeling about all of this So we started the podcast last year around November. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's madness. Obviously, the the entire year has been madness for like the whole world. But I just feel like outside of the podcast and in the podcast itself, there's just been so many changes. Yes. Do you want to start, Jem? I feel like you began the podcast... Yeah. In a very kind of limbo place. Yes, I did. It was like this time last year, I think I just quit my corporate job. And when we started our podcast, um, I was unemployed. So that has been probably like the biggest change that's happened within like my life outside of the podcast. Um, And I was also at the time in like a long term relationship that I thought I was going to like get married get married exactly um and within the podcast went through the breakup um so that was another change um and i'm moving out i'm moving out so that's the most recent change a lot a lot has happened in this year for me um but i think overall it's been such a positive change and i'm 
mental health wise as well and i'm i'm in a lot of a better space than i was at the time um mm. so yeah, i feel like good. there's been a lot of growth uh ultimately despite mm. covid and and having been kind of like trapped inside and a lot of yeah, unexpected year. changes yeah what a year to do a podcast in yes like, this has been the craziest year and mm-hmm. we kind of had to we kind of documented that in the podcast because back in february we did the coronavirus yeah. episode mm-hmm. back when the only problem with, with coronavirus was the racism mm-hmm. and then like i mean i don't think that was the only problem well, with well, at the, the time, virus it was at the time yeah at the time because i remember i listened back to it and some of the stuff i said in that i'm like oof I like should be accountable for what I said because I think at one point I said, "Oh, it's just like the normal flu," and it's definitely not. It's not just like the normal flu. Um, I think we all yeah, thought that. Yeah, yeah, we all thought that at the beginning. But yeah. then, like a, mo- a month later, we did an episode on the beginning of lockdown and be like, "Oh yeah, so you know, it's we over soon. We just have to keep fit and all this stuff." Mm. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Akina? When we started the podcast, I was um in. You? Working for a company that I hated, not too dissimilar from Gem, but at least it was still in the industry that I'm working in now. I was working for, I mean, it's so boring, but it was an event cinema distributor. Was that a year ago? That was, yeah. I started working. Are you sure? For the, yeah, November. Oh, oh did that's you? Like, that seemed way more recent. Yeah. I thought it was more reason. recent. No, November is when I started the job with them, but I hated it mm-hmm. because... The it's not even the job itself. It was the office that was so toxic and racist and sexist and all all the ways that you can be problematic. And I was just going into work every day, ready for another pang of anxiety when someone says something that completely disregards my like existence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Similarly to you, Jem, I think I was craving a way of releasing all of the thoughts that were happening that I couldn't express. Um, at work or wasn't enough to express just ranting to Connor at home. But it helped hugely with kind of tapping into that creative energy that wasn't being tapped into. Mm-hmm. It was an outlet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. I think the podcast was what allowed us to release a lot of our frustrations and, and the things that we weren't feeling satisfied with within our like personal lives or with our work lives we were able to put mm-hmm. that out through the podcast so both of you were you've gone from corporate to fully creative mm-hmm. i think by this time last year we recorded our first two episodes mm-hmm. and like a trailerish one not the trailer that we have now but it was like this weird intro episode mm-hmm. um that we mm-hmm. got rid of because the audio quality was terrible welcome to rice is rice a podcast about the british east asian perspective on all things asian and not where were you when we first started the uh, uh, podcast Mm, i think i've changed a lot i was kind of like just starting my freelance journey um i was kind of moody all the time this podcast was like a way to like moody from creative frustration Mm -hmm. you know like when people are sexually frustrated but i was creatively (laughs) frustrated um okay and this podcast kind of dealt with that so now the changes that are moody a bit creatively frustrated still but i just have no job instead of kind of bouncing from job to job which is great great you guys. know that's that's like the reality for mm. a lot of people yeah. these days um it's just the, the harsh harsh reality of it we had a lot of growth 
within our personal lives, um, outside of the podcast, but within the podcast, like you mentioned, like there are so many things that we improved on. Like the audio is the biggest thing because that was terrible at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think... And getting like, used to the podcast technique. Yes. I think. Yes. So yeah, like, yeah. if you guys look back on the last 49 episodes, which, <laughs> which ones were you guys' favorite? For me, I mean, we definitely had to think about this for quite a while. Mm-hmm. But the episode that I personally really enjoyed was the imposter syndrome episode, which wasn't actually too long ago. I think it just encompassed everything that I wanted from this podcast to be able to talk about something that I feel and something that I go through quite a lot um and to talk to the both of you about it and to be able to research about it and then put the episode out and hear how many people comment saying yeah i felt that Mm -hmm. and it just is like this connection this kind of feeling closer to people just from speaking through a mic is what i really loved about that episode if i can say that i work the hardest then maybe i deserve to have these titles. Mm-hmm. Is it for yourself or is it for like, if I work this hard, no one can fault me? I think it's bits of that as well because I I feel like I'm not as talented. I mean, I compare myself to everyone mm-hmm. around me. And if I don't feel like I'm as talented as them, the least I can say is I work, is you work harder. harder. Yeah. yeah. So that was my favorite episode. What about you? Um, I think my one was with um, Alex, Alex Mechanical. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was the first episode with like a non-Asian guest or non-Asian. Yeah. No, it wasn't actually. Charlotte was. Oh yeah. But Alex's one was very specific because he wasn't just like, just like a friend we dragged mm-hmm. who's good at talking. I mean, mm-hmm. he's my friend, but he's done a lot of stuff, and he's a, he's older than us, so he's you know has more life experience, and he talks about the Asian community from the black perspective and like what he thought about it growing up and stuff, and that's kind of what. I wanted mostly from this podcast. Mm -hmm. And one thing I would say is the Filipinos often align themselves with the black culture. So they were often, I would say, the first group to get themselves kind of into the music. Into hip hop. Into hip hop. Just the whole. And and, and I even remember they had the whole triad fashion, which was the black trousers with the red star. And they did the roll ups just like Caribbeans did. Mm -hmm. But Caribbeans did the jeans. They did the trousers. That's something that I've really enjoyed with the episodes that we've been able to have such a range of guests, both within the Asian community, outside of the Asian community. Um, and it's just been a, like very beautiful to like witness and, and also just have people willing to be vulnerable with us. Because um, me personally, my, my favourite episode was uh, the one with Charlotte when we were talking about um, sexual assault. Um, and I know, Connor, you weren't in there. And that isn't why it's my favourite. <laughs> Sure it isn't, sure it isn't. <laughs> Backstabber. Uh, yeah, it, I think that was my favorite episode. Firstly, because I adore Charlotte. I, I think every time I speak to her, I am just like in complete awe and I always feel so empowered as a woman. Mm-hmm. And then for her to be able to come on our podcast and to be so vulnerable and to share something that is painful, um, it was just, I, I felt very lucky and privileged to have been able to be there and, and for her to be able to open up to us like that and then we were having sex which again was fine you know he was having a great time and then just like suddenly he just smacks me across the face what right and i was like 
I'm not really sure how to react to it. Like, uh, there's like a naked stranger in my room who's just like slapped me across the face. It was just like so confusing. I had no idea what to say. It wasn't until two days later that I was like, hell, hold on. That's not cool. That's really not mm. cool. And I feel really weird about that. And I feel like ashamed that I didn't say anything. And I also feel like guilty and then also like on edge all the time. I don't know why. I got a lot of messages from that episode and it was nice to hear that people could relate or, you know, like the other women, we were like, we're just coming together uh so yeah it was it was a very powerful episode for me it was that was that's interesting because i know for a fact that even though that's your favorite episode um you have like a separate favorite moment yeah i have um a favorite moment and that moment was in our episode with billy um it was the first time i cried in an episode cried on the podcast yeah yeah i thought like i'm a crier you guys know that and i thought i'd like be crying a lot more but surprisingly i i haven't really in this episode but Mm-hmm. Um, on Billy's episode, God, I just could not hold that in, and I remember I was in my like little booth because it was during the time when we were still doing everything via Zoom because I think we'd just gotten into lockdown, yeah. and um, he was talking about like his parenting style, yeah. um, and how he approaches his relationship with his children, and oh my God, like it hit me so hard. And I was thinking oh, I have to because it was the first time I'd I'd spoken to Billy as well, and I thought. I have to maintain like professionality. Is that a word? I, I had to remember professionalism. professionalism. Yeah, that's the word. Um, and um, I just couldn't. As a parent, stop trying to make children what you want them to be. Um, stop trying to make your children want approval from you as a parent. Mm-hmm. You, as a parent, your job is to give your child all the tools from the tool shed and then say to them, Here's all the tools. You go and do whatever you want to go and do with them. Yeah, that's really touched me. <laughs> I'm like literally like tearing up. <laughs> I can like, see oh. just from Jeff's face. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna I'm not gonna talk because I'm like crying. <laughs> I don't cry because they're gonna make me cry and then Connor will cry and then that will be it, man. The podcast will be over. <laughs> I think it is just like and yeah, I just find I find him so like oh. Ooh, like everything he said like really hit me and like I can remember very c- clearly um but yeah that was that was my favorite moment but yeah you yeah. know what's your favorite moment what's your favorite isolated moment um I think my favorite moment has to be um Alex's episode not Alex mechanical but Jem's friend Alex where he came on to talk about his queer identity and his experience as part of the um, LGBTQ community and I think for me I just don't have enough experience within the LGBT community. I am not part of the LGBTQ community Um, a lot of the issues that I face is not the issues that that community faces and so when we were speaking to Alex I just learned so much about um, just the different things that they face, the different feelings that might arise, the different kind of stereotypes that is put on him as like an Asian person with a queer identity. I think I just loved 
the moment where he he was talking to us about uh, dating and how it he was saying that it was such a minefield to be Asian and queer. So dating when you're queer and Asian is is a minefield, um, really? and especially like gay men who are very very rigid in their in their preferences. Um, so like mm. one one of the things that you would often see on dating apps and websites is like no fats no femmes and no asians um oh really yeah. i never knew that yeah when you're in front of a microphone i don't know i think it just lets you feel like you're being heard mm-hmm. and so i loved watching him speak in a way that you that like allows you. him being heard and, yeah. and i was able to to absorb things that i i, I wouldn't have if it weren't for rice is rice mm-hmm. it's interesting because mm-hmm. my moment is also linked to the episode oh really oh really yeah but it's it's a moment of while we've been doing the podcast but it was a moment within the podcast mm. okay yeah so my favorite moment was after we released alex's episode some random guy that i don't think alex knew uh messaged him saying i listened to this episode I didn't know other people were also like this. I feel really seen. And when he forwarded that uh, uh, to Jem. Who then, forwarded it to us. Forwarded to us <laughs> I think that was kind of like what I wanted from the podcast originally. Yeah. was for people to feel um, connected and feel like they're not the only people going through what mm-hmm. they're going through. Because um, we've had people say that within groups. Like we've been included within like, oh yeah, there's like a lot of other asian british east asian podcast now that um you guys should listen to because it represents us Mm -hmm. but that was like very specific to an episode that we have done Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of like a badge of honor i guess yeah it's cool that it's not like the numbers that make you feel like that it's not like how many listens or how many um likes you get on instagram it's that one message that's like that did affect me Mm. I mean, yeah, it really did, surprisingly. I didn't think I would be affected by stuff like that, but it was I think really it good was to see. The first message we got. Like as Yeah, that's like, why yeah, that's why it's yeah. my favorite moment. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It was really nice. That um, was really nice. But yeah. with highs come the lows. Mm-hmm. Yes. Challenges <laughs> challenges uh, all over the place. So I guess I'll start to say what challenging is about this is that you have to like give a good performance even if you're not feeling it. Like yeah. you can push recordings, you can, you know, try and do it at a later date, but if you wanna stay true to our word and we were like we're gonna do one every week, if it comes to Tuesday night we still record something, we have to record something, mm-hmm. even if you're feeling shit, and then you have to put on this podcast attitude this podcast face you know like there are some podcasts i've definitely gone into being really can't be asked about it oh my god yes you have so many <laughs> um, but i have to i have to like hide that um especially for filming it and be mm-hmm. like oh yeah wow that's so interesting and my brain, when like, in your head is... you're like i don't care yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my head i'm like fucking hell man can i can we just mm-hmm. is it how long has it been yeah i think i get those with um I definitely get that before guest episodes sometimes where it's like more important that you're on the ball because obviously this person is giving up their time 
coming to us and recording an episode. And like some days you're not feeling chatty, but you have to force it. Mm-hmm. I think each and every time, once I do get talking to that person, they'll say something um, interesting that I'm suddenly hooked on what they're talking mm-hmm. about and it completely shifts it my mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think something that's being extremely difficult is, is finding boundaries in terms of what mm-hmm. to share and what not to share. Um, mm-hmm. And with me, I mean, you guys know I'm very anecdote heavy. Um, and Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, yeah, I'm very anecdote heavy. Um, and I generally am a very, very open person um, when it comes to sharing things with my friends and everything. But it's different sharing something on a podcast that is listened to more people, not people who are just your friends. So, for example, like talking about like sexual assault and like my experiences with it. Mm-hmm. at the time i felt like it was okay sharing and then when i was listening back over the episode because you know it's always good to listen to know how you can improve in the way you talk or whatever it felt like i knew i was listening to me but then i felt like it was another person but then it was my story and then i just like started feeling like oh all about it again yeah. um cringy yeah oh. and no not cringy like i just kind of almost refelt all the pain Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah and it that was kind of difficult and then also i i decided not to share that within my personal uh socials because there's a lot of like family who don't know the story or like friends who don't know the story and i don't really want to share it with them um and i kind of had to reevaluate mm-hmm. in terms of like what am i comfortable to share and what am i not um and like another mm-hmm. example would have been like i know jack and i did the um relationship episode and like, fun fact for you guys who are yeah. listening, we recorded that in the morning. And then that afternoon, Jack and I went on a walk and we broke up right after that episode. What you can see in the videos of that episode with Jack. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so funny it's watching it back. Um, I promise, like, we weren't exactly planning that, that, that like, the breakup was going to happen. I think we both knew we were on the rocks. Um, when you told me that the other week, I was like, oh, God, what was it? Like, I feel so awful because that was one of the things when we recorded it and we broke up right after. And then having to listen to the episode after we'd broken up. And I could hear at some points as well in my own voice where I was like, I feel like I sound annoyed with him when I Whoa, don't think I here's was. here's a clip to see. <laughs> oh, my God. Like when you when he tries to touch your arm and you just move it away. And I was, I don't know why, I think I was, I was finding clips to put on social media. And yeah. I think I, I, I saw that knowing what had happened afterwards. And I'm like, oh, I was cracking up. <laughs> the body language speaks. That's interesting. I bring up the social media thing because we learn social media oh. is so fucking difficult. Yeah. Like props to all of these social media managers like that. It's not an easy job. I don't know if it's because our one is like we're three person team. So we kind of have to like coordinate and we have a lot of different recordings and stuff because mm-hmm. like props to people like Natalie and oh, Natalie. Um, Yao. Amazing. They're like, just yeah. those two are on They're social on media all the time. Yeah. 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 How about Kina? What, what was your like biggest challenge? I think like we'll not sugarcoat the teamwork in, in, in every sense of the word is always challenging no matter how much you put on your cv like great team worker you know that's always like a classic um (laughs) but teamwork is always difficult everyone's always kind of on a slightly different page um and 
the point of teamwork is so that you get on the same page. And like you wouldn't have to have that fact if it wasn't naturally difficult. And so I think the fact that we are, um, you and I, Jem, are, are best friends and we've been best friends since we were tiny. And then obviously everyone knows that me and Connor are together. Um, I think managing such personal relationships as well as a more professional relationship to do with the podcast has been difficult <laughs> for me yeah. because suddenly you have yeah. to talk to a friend so or you have to difficult. talk to your boyfriend in terms of like a project or a job mindset and you have to put on a different hat almost um, and it, it's difficult mm. to make those switches in and out. And I think now we have become really good at kind of chatting and then getting our work hats on. Um, but at, at, at the start, that was definitely a challenge for me. In terms of tips, I don't know if you can think of one, Gem, but I think a really... Just practice. It practiced definitely, but a really useful thing that that we did is that talk that we had, where it's like, all right, let's let's reconnect yeah. with each other because at some point during this journey, um, mm -hmm. our connection kind of cracked. Yeah, I think the podcast really put us a, a strain into it that we went into it as like best friends, and and also because before the podcast as well, we had a while when we weren't as close as we used to be, and I think we were patching yeah. things up just before the podcast, and I remember when we started it you you said to me that like i want to put our friendship first that i don't want to do yeah. this if this is going to put a strain um into our friendship and we we're like oh everything will be fine but of course like you said working with friends or working with people that you're in a close relationship with it mm -hmm. it will strain your friendship because you know you have to look at them as a colleague and not just a friend and sometimes yeah. there's harsh things that need to be said and maintaining that yeah. honesty um with one another and and also holding each other accountable has been really Honestly, really, really good for this yeah. podcast but also really really good for our friendship yeah i mean like obviously 50 episodes is a lot that would be like two seasons of a tv show which is mad if you think about it oh yeah um for the last 50 weeks we've been in your <laughs> ears with our sweet sweet voices and what you've heard the most from Ooh. most of us, well, for Jem, what would you say? What would you say? People, how would they would recognize Jem? Uh, we're gonna guess here, but like listening back to all of the episodes, every single episode, she has like a little. Oh my god, I'm sweating! Oh my god, I'm sweating! <laughs> yep. Why do you sweat so much, guys? One of those is this moment right now. I am very. Where does it even come from? Like your armpit? <laughs> and I'm wearing a top that can really see that sweat. Mm. <laughs> but Jem doesn't isn't the only one that has her own catchphrase. No, you know, you know what my favorite is of Akina sounding like a porn star. I just think, hi, I'm Akina. Uh, yeah, Charlotte did a, an imitation of that as well, but she, it's very like. <sighs> I have no idea where that voice comes from because I don't actually think I sound like that in real life. I don't think you sound. Like I that feel either. like I sound like a ten-year-old. I don't. What? I was gonna ask Connor. Do you, does she 
that does it do something to you I can't when you hear, hear it. I have no idea what you guys are talking like, about. When you say it. She just sounds normal to me. Oh, you're, oh. Maybe you're used to it. Oh, oh, <laughs> not okay, normal. Like, and she normally sounds like a porn star. I mean, like I don't hear the porn starishness of it. Porn starishness. Well, let's see if you can add up enough sound bites yeah. to prove it. But yeah, so you two need to work on your speaking, man. Like you guys, you guys got loads of problems. Sure, we do. How many uh, times mm, can mm, we add up mm, when you've said an mm. English word incorrectly when you're a natively English speaker? I don't know what you guys are talking about. I think you guys are just, I think you guys are just hating, to be honest. I think I sound perfectly fine. Again, we're going to put it back to the sound bites <laughs> to prove Every single time you've said a word incorrectly. But yeah, that was kind of like our no-budget <laughs> show clip show of the last 49 episodes. Um, I guess <laughs> we can end this. Um, but first, before we end it, let's do like a little quick fire. Okay. Okay, so who do you Ooh, think okay, cool. digresses the most when recording? Jem. <laughs> that was quick! <laughs> <laughs> me <laughs> i knew as soon as you said the word digresses i'm like gem okay who do you think is the chattiest while recording gem <laughs> i was gonna say kino i actually think kino you're you don't think you are but i think you're really really chatty. But like i think when i'm editing i just digress when i'm editing you, you look really at the chatty. sound waves and it's like like a 10 centimeter chunk of just you talking and then everyone else is quiet okay who do you think is the most bossy in the team bossy yeah you what gem bossy connor what wait what we this speak is, the is, people speak this is new to me the people but... speak you are hands down the bossiest well if you guys just listen i wouldn't have to be bossy facts <laughs> it is it's a fact that you are the bossy one okay whose um podcast personality i guess is the most different from the irl personality do you think um... i think akina do you think yeah um it's definitely not gem no i think, I think... Really? Really? Oh wait, I think I would agree with you. What? Because I bet you the ratio of how many times you've been moody before we record is higher than how many times you've not been moody. So you like make a switch. So what you're saying is that I'm just very professional and good at my job. You're a faker. But you think it's me? I think it's you. I, I don't know. Why? I don't think Akina at all. I but maybe guess, like because I've known Akina since she was like six. I guess it's just the chattiness aspect. So maybe you are the most chatty actually, because that's the only thing that's different from the podcast or not. Oh right, because like in day to day life, don't I don't really. I, I prefer to like listen to whoever's talking to me, or if we're in a group, I'm very quiet. But you can't do that mm. in a podcast. Like I speak, I have thoughts. I think growing up, people just <laughs> I have thoughts. Growing up, I was just the quiet girl. But. Yeah, the reason actually why I'd say Connor wasn't about the moodiness thing is, say for example, when when 
you and I are talking outside of the cool corner and you give me like all this life advice or whatever I don't think you you bring that side of your personality on the podcast at all. I want you to because I think you are so you, you know all the right words to say mm. but you don't show that side of yourself on the podcast that's interesting I told you that before I mean I am also naturally a performer like in the that's true <laughs> okay who do you think needs the most edits Jem I oh I was going to say it's between me or Jem Jem needs editing in terms of content I need editing in terms of yeah. Like oh, that's re- true. Retakes. Oh, I, I changed my answer. I think it's you. What? I would say equal you amount. Do, you mumble a lot. And then you have to... Even like within this episode, like, mm, sorry, let me start that again. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, proof I'm right here. Again. But I think like we can leave everything that Jem's saying. It might be going around in circles, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but at least you can understand everything that she's saying. I cannot leave <laughs> you unedited sometimes because you it's just... This bitch is so rude. <laughs> bitch! So rude. My God. Okay, and the last one is who messes up the most, but I guess you guys are just going to say me. Yeah. Yeah. You answered that yourself. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? I hate this game. Let's just move on. What do you guys think in the next year or next five years or a hundredth episode or whatever? A hundredth episode. <gasps> what do you mean? Like what we'd, what what, we'd hope what for? What is happening? Yeah. What is going to happen with the podcast in the hundredth episode? The next 50? Um, I really, really hope that this starts bringing in some bread because... Oh my God, I would love that. We are doing this for free and it's a lot of our time which is fun and I get to spend time with both of you but a little money goes a long way we live together (laughs) yeah but I don't always have to talk to you (laughs) that's how I want it but I'm just saying it I think I have the same I hope it I hope it brings in um, some money soon because it's I really enjoy it and it's always nice to get money for something that you enjoy yeah I think I would like more guests in terms of guests that we don't know and guests who have specific achievements or goals or are known in the wider public. Um, not just our friends. Like Our friends are great, but getting like actual guests. Do you know who I want as a guest? The legendary Sandra Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I love her I so love much. I love her. Yes. I mean, yeah, that'd be great, but it's Sandra O. Oh. I really like her. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. we can do it. We can dream. I we guess. can reach her level. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys, to our fiftieth episode. A little trip down memory lane. Gem, take us out, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. As always, you can catch our episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of them good podcasting platforms. Um, but you can also catch us on our Instagram, which is at Rice's Rice Pod, our Twitter at Rice's Rice underscore pod, on Facebook, Rice's Rice, and our up and coming YouTube, which we're going to release unfiltered episodes so yeah. and if you want to so. go back through the last 49 episodes and relive <laughs> how many hours would that be like t- at least 30 <laughs> hours maybe or something like that <laughs> 30 hours least. of us talking mm-hmm. then you can go to ricesrice.buzzsprout.com and download it 
for I know if you want got like a really long. You can have it forever. Yeah, really long road trip or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as always, guys, don't forget to get some rice in your life. Yeah. Cheers. Come back. Cheers. Come back. What's it? Oh, young boy. What's it in the uh, Tagalog? What is it in Tagalog? Um, Cheers. Oh, a tagay. <laughs> I've never heard it. Should I do one more shot for the funds? The fifth fifth is just a reason for Gem to drink, obviously, because mm-hmm. we did not ask. We didn't. We didn't even ask to drink. But as soon as we said it's the fifth year, Gem was like, "Let's get drunk, guys!" And we we're like, "Gem, calm down. Did you I? can't get drunk." Did I? Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. See you guys next week. Bye.